0: everyone, back to Weekend at Berkman's Show About Everything Nothing. I'm here with the old man, Mark Snyder. Howdy, howdy. And the bourbon hunter, Stephen Haddix. Welcome back. Welcome, folks. We're uh, just off the heels of Father's Day. Another uh, Monday edition promises to be rousing. Uh, Belated Happy Father's Day, Mark. I'm sure you do everything to deserve that. I'm uh, gonna start off with, uh, and I'll probably start with dad on this one. What was the uh, what was the highlight of the Father's Day weekend?
1: Oh man, it, you know it was a great weekend. My my folks came down. My dad, mom came down. That was oh, nice. nice. Yeah. Um, our our typical tradition is to to. Um, hang out, play cards, you know, and not a lot of people know what playing cards is anymore. It's kind of an older person's thing. Uh, but we like to play a couple different games with the old parents, me and my wife, after we put the old kiddos to bed. Uh, had had a couple of really good dinners. So that was nice. And, uh, uh, you know... The-
0: what are we, are we talking like uh, Pinochle, Canasta... A, it's, like, it's a what, game. What was... It's a game called Pitch. Uh,
1: it's where you, you you try to call. You, you want to get the bid, and you call Trump. You know, and then you try to score points. That's kind Wait of. Wait a minute. Is this euchre? It's like euchre. Yes. It's 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 a variation uh, on a theme of euchre. Yes, uh, but you can play different points of pitch. There's ten point. There's thirteen point. There's four point. We typically play the ten
0: point version.
1: Jokers are involved, so it gets a little Ooh. interesting. Oh, yeah,
0: this is like the live tour version of euchre, is what it, it is. Sounds it like. is only without money
1: and with history, <laughs> and it has history, you know. But uh, I'm kidding to the live tour supporters, it's uh,
0: uh I'll we'll get into that, yeah.
1: But no, it was a great weekend. We had, we had a good time, you know. My folks are uh. Yeah, they they' they have their ways about them which you know we always have to remember uh when they come down but we had a great time It's good my dad and I got to hang out and we watched a lot of golf and he, you know the hundred thirty five degrees outside was a little bit warm so we we canceled our tea time uh, which probably a wise move we opted for the pool uh versus the pool yes. of sweat that we would be sitting in uh, at the golf course but it was good yeah Kiddos were good. I love the handmade cards. That's always fun. Uh, one, you know, the younger one still still figuring out some spelling words, so it's always fun to, to read her versions of sentences. Uh, sweet is my favorite one. She spells it sweat. So uh, anytime uh, she said, "Dad, you sure are sweat." Uh, it sure is. It's funny <laughs> to read. I laugh, and she wants to know why I'm laughing. Uh, and I'm like, well, you're in sixth grade now, dear. It's it's a period. You don't need to put an exclamation point. I don't like to tell her about her misspellings because it's fun. And I've actually kept every card every Father's Day. So I've had uh, many, many years of Father's Day cards. So it's been fun. And uh, yeah, good weekend. Thanks for asking.
0: I should have no problem getting into Oklahoma State. Um... Also a good idea. Shots fired. Shots fired. Gosh. Unbelievable. Not to kill dad on Father's Day. Uh, What about you, Stephen? How was your weekend?
2: I mean, it was great. I mean, uh, you know, of course, the U.S. Open, which one we'll get into, Father's Day. But to me, really, I just want to give a shout out to our wonderful host. I am out running an errand Friday. And I, of course, get the ring alert that someone's at the front door. Yada, yada. I go, I open up the front door and I have this pipe and hot box mm. of warm cookies. And I, and come to find out, it's from our gracious host, Mike. And so honestly, that's at the weekend off, right? Um, mm. it, it was for our, for this podcast. I mean, I'm not sure it gets any better than that. Again, I'm a cookie guy, so that was just top-notch. Started the weekend off right. So thank you, Mike, for the very nice surprise
1: on Friday. It was nice. It was nice
0: Absolutely, surprise. yeah. And I appreciate you uh, reminding me. I forgot to tell the listeners, uh, in case you didn't know, reached the 10th episode here today of Weekend at Berkman's Against, against All Odds. We we made it so against all uh, odds. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, that's been fun. I you know, summer in Texas, you don't have to choose the heated option. They can uh, <gasps> come one nope. way. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think the uh, the gentleman or lady from Tiff Treats had a warmer in the car like Domino's. I think they just <clears throat> put it on the porch. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Put it in the trunk. That's the
1: the warmer. That was a really nice surprise. A real nice surprise. How many you got left? Well, I hope you eat them all.
3: What was your oh
1: favorite? yeah, those were ha-
2: um regular chocolate chip. I mean, to me that that's that is the money. I mean, I'm a you know my perfect dessert is some version of ice cream and a warm chocolate chip cookie. So that's oh, definitely mm-hmm. what was my go to. But again, uh, all of them are great uh, myself and, uh, my sig- significant other, we hammered those, uh, easily within about a 24 hour period. So, okay. uh, Houdini style made those things disappear.
0: that will be good to know for, uh, episode 20 or 50. Uh, did you, which, which one did you like the best mark? Uh, if you a even got to eat any
1: snickerdoodle, okay. oh, uh,
0: geez, I, I tried to flex those out. They wouldn't let me, but uh, <laughs> I'm glad.
1: I, I, I think I'm single-handedly keeping Tiff treat snickerdoodle dough supply in, uh, in stock. Yeah. They, they did not, uh, we still have a couple left, but the, uh, I, if I go for a chocolate chip cookie or any of that kind of flavor my hand generally gets hit by my, all the other folks in the, uh, the, the house here. Uh, and I, and I, and I'm cool with that. I, I, I give them the chocolate chip stuff, and I enjoy the Snickerdoodle.
3: Yeah, yeah, and that's um, a dad
1: right there for
2: you. Look mm-hmm,
3: at that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fu- funny enough. Uh, so I, so I had a, I had a good weekend. Um, had the uh, the future mother in law in town. Uh, she's a very sweet lady. Um, did almost uh, get on an accident on in the DFW exit way. Got a call, looked like it was pretty important, pulled over. The guy at Mark's uh, gated community wanted to know the code to get in to deliver the TIFF treats. So, I mean, can we get some sort of system there where the delivery guys can get in so I don't have to pull over on the shoulder and get almost ran over at DFW?
2: Oh Sorry man, that's that. where a, a kind, a, a very kind
1: gesture goes wrong man, very quickly. <laughs> there, <laughs> if oh, I found man. out that you died trying to get my tiff treats to me before uh, the, the before the treats got here, I'd feel terrible. I mean, that's that's that is real class.
0: And it all worked out, but we had a. Uh, Chamber of Commerce weekend here, both mornings, no cloud coverage, uh, by the afternoon, absolutely glorious, uh, had a chance to go out on the, uh, on the lake on Saturday, cloud coverage, nice breeze. Um, you will, you will never convince me that, that Houston weather is better than, than Dallas. So, um, great weekend here, uh, aside from the golf, just absolutely loving the, uh, the Dallas summers compared to Houston. Um, you know, for me, uh, while, like I said, future mother-in-law, lovely lady, love her to death, look forward to, to coming into the family. Um, she was actually out on, on her way to Vegas, uh, playing in, I guess, some of the big time tournaments out there that are going on right now. Um, so we did, we did not start up a a home poker game cause mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to make <clears throat> the next mortgage payment, yeah. but how do you guys feel about, I, I, I kind of have mixed emotions, right? It's like, it was, about it was what? an incredible weekend. Oh. Well, it, it's an incredible weekend, but it's gone in the blink of an eye. It is. And so it's like, would you rather have that kind of weekend where, you know, you got, you got loved ones, you got friends there. It's kind of a mile a minute. You got lots of fun things. You say that, you know, that was a, that was a satisfying weekend, <clears throat> got to do lots of things or would you rather have that kind of weekend where it's just you and the in the fam and the pool and your own thing what do you guys prefer
1: I, yeah I hear what you're saying I mean there's there's something about having all the right stuff and people and and family and friends and experiences uh, I, I'm with you I, I, I've explained this to folks before it's like but you're always on right and that's the, that's sometimes a challenge um, for, for some, and, you know, uh, later in not life. Not you though. Not me. I mean, I'm like, I'm like a freaking energizer bunny, um, <laughs> you know, with lots of batteries. Um, but you always have to be on and you can't, you know, and sometimes you just want to relax, right. And do nothing as opposed to entertain all the time. And that can be a challenge. And again, I love my family to death and my wife and kids and everybody, every, everybody, they're, they're, Make sure I'm very clear, but it, it's a challenge sometimes to always be on. And I think that when you're sometimes just looking for a nice relaxing fill in the blank, whether it's weekend or day or night or whatever it is, that that can be a challenge. My other thing is, I think there's times I'm like, man, I would love to, to you know, you look at these guys that don't have kids and you know maybe not married or married, you know, with no kids, and I'm like, oh wow. And no, no offense, gents, but like. There's times that then I get to experience that again and my wife and I will be like, oh, we miss the girls. And then there's times where I'm by myself and I'm like, man, I wonder what they're doing. Um, but I also know it's important to have yeah. a long time and down, you know, time by myself and time for them to be, you know, mom, mom and daughters. They they do their shopping trips and that's fun. And anyway, my, my point is it's always interesting what you wish for and what you long for. So I always tell people, hey, be happy where you're where you're at and and live those moments to the fullest and, and do all you can to have a good time. Um, and, you know, be careful for wanting more, being envious for other things or whatever, you know, just be, be, you know, grow where you're planted kind of thing. And, and it's a, it's a challenge. Anyway, that got long, but that, that's my take on it. Having seen all sides of the coin and parts of the earth and with and without family and with and without kids, I, I, I cherish it all. Uh, and I never, I try not to tell myself, oh man, I wish that I could fill in the blank. It's like, man, it's cool. I'm I'm excited to be right here.
0: From the man who's had chicken wings on six continents. That's, that's six pretty good continents. advice. I
1: can't Steven. wait to have Antarctic chicken wings.
0: <laughs> frozen.
3: Steven. Uh, frozen.
2: What about you? Um, I'm full, very much in full house, ev-
0: empty nest I, to me,
2: everything in moderation, right? I mean, kind of like Mark noted balance to me, it's very much, um, uh, you know, it is nice to have the weekends where it is quiet, where it is. Um, you just get to relax. You get to turn off. Uh, I do like those. Um, just sometimes the week, it just can be so busy and tiring. It is nice to just do a whole lot of nothing, but definitely love like, having friends or family in town going somewhere it's fun it's just the you know the problem is yeah the weekends go by fast the mondays there and you're like oh man did you get to relax you know you yeah. were on the whole time um and feels like you need a weekend from your weekend so i mean to me everything in moderation love both uh you just got to kind of find the right balance um yeah especially when you got like chores and things to do around the house i mean it's when they, you put those off man like the weekends that when you come back from all that fun, they're they're not so fun. Mm-hmm. Like them. yard work, you know. Oh man, like not yard. much yard work to be done when the grass is dying because of no rain. But anyways, also true.
0: Mike, what about you?
2: Are you uh, are you uh, a quiet house or or keeping it lively?
0: You know, I think uh, since it was Father's Day, you know, something I inherited from my dad is the the go 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 mentality. Uh, you know, we're, we're not the type of family that's going to sit down and watch a movie. Um, so mm. there's, you know, something is always going to be cooked up to to fill the void of time. So I think for me, you know, it, it something's going to be going on regardless. It's just a matter of, are, are we going to be, you know, hosting someone and kind of taking them around and planning special events, or is it going to be that we're going to be doing things that we want to do or the errands anyway. So not necessarily going to stop, but I, I think that, you know, that's the obvious answer it's just, it's, it's some sort of balance. Um, but certainly having a, uh, like a lovely house guest makes it a lot easier than, uh, <clears throat> than someone that you don't particularly like. So I think mm-hmm. that, that makes it easy. Um, but yeah, I'm going to, Maybe we'll all do a little report back. So I'm gonna have the the guest, the host weekend, the travel weekend, and then the the and then the I'm gonna have the bachelor weekend because my fiance's going on her bachelorette party. And then I'm gonna have my bachelor weekend, and then I'm gonna have a weekend at home doing nothing on my duff. So I'm gonna have five different weekends in a row and we will do a seriatim and then we will report back to the listeners. Oh, I only hope to, I hope to be invited to the weekend
1: where you're uh, by yourself. That uh, would be fun. Oh,
2: that defeats the. Uh, but hey,
1: well,
2: oh, that's I mean, right. It's part of the. We need we need Mike to have a quiet weekend. Oh, just right. for the podcast. No, not I mean, but Mike, if you want a house guest, go for it.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, uh, I know July... we are planning
2: something. and I look forward
0: to that. July fourth. Um... It'll be just, just me. So one way or another. Wow. Okay. Well on to this week in golf. Um, in case you didn't know a little tournament, uh, called the, the U S open mm-hmm. happened at Brookline. Yeah. Yeah. You U mm-hmm. S open, not the tennis, uh, U S open also not called just the open. Interestingly. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, played at uh, Brookline up there in Boston. Fairly star-studded leaderboard, I would say. Um, Early on, it was – I'm sure Rory was the favorite. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, he kind of went off into the nether regions like the PGA Championship um, earlier in the year. Didn't really contend like I'm sure folks thought he would on the weekend, but – yeah, Matt Fitzpatrick pulls it out for his first major. I don't know if you guys saw the earnings for this. I checked the earnings that Rom got last year. Any mm. any guess what the first place earnings were last year versus this year?
2: I think it was like 2 1 last year, wasn't it? Yep. This year? And then this 3,
0: three. three 2. 3, right? Yeah. Is that is that the highest? And I mean, I is, it's almost
2: like, yeah, (laughs) that is the highest. We got to compete. Yeah. And I think this was planned before. I mean, this has been planned. I think they announced these changes before the season started. So, but again, maybe that was because of the LibTour, Tour, not sure. Um, So yeah, we'll be curious to understand like necessarily what the reason is. Uh, but I mean, I guess good for them. I mean, yeah. that's what they're going to have to do in order to keep these players here and happy. And I mean, it was a really good, fun weekend to yeah. watch. So.
0: I guess with that, you know what, maybe I'll, and I'll start with you, Steven, you know, what was the the highlight and the low light of the, the U S open for you? You know, whether, whether you want to go with the course, the, the players, the, uh, you know the the true test of golf angle the the uh, nbc crap show broadcast you know whatever whatever angle you want to take what, what did you like and what, what didn't you like
2: yeah highlight for me for sure was the course i mean course allowed for good play again i loved tournaments and these majors especially the us open that keeps it in the single digits below par and only having you know a handful or two guys below par. Uh, and to kind of also say about the course, it was nice seeing a course that we haven't seen in a long time, right? Because to me, I don't go wrong, there are a lot of the courses on the US Open and PGA Tour Rota that I do like. But at the same time, it's boring seeing them every couple of years. Uh, and my suggestion and my hope is that of every 10 years, maybe five your traditional, like your. Uh, Pebble Beach, your Pinehurst, your Oakmont. I love those. At the same time, the other five out of 10 years should be ones like your Brooklines and your other courses that are different, unique, tough tests in a cool parts of the country like this. So uh, I really love the course. Uh, flipping it to the other side, low light, uh, NBC coverage, complete hot garbage, uh, just a whole lot of terrible commentary, terrible um, I mean, just truly like calling shots wrong, uh, messing up. I mean, it just, where, where can I go? I'm not sure. The only thing I can say that they did right was allowing Rolex to buy, I think, all entire yeah. Sunday afternoon and yeah. make it commercial free. So that the was last the hour, only thing the that last they hour. got right. Yeah. yeah. The last hour outside of that hot garbage, uh, got to change it up, get some new folks in there. I, I mean, just, just. Completely throw it up, throw it in the can, and start over. NBC, good
0: grief. I, lo- I love this. Oh, uh, t- no,
2: go ahead. I was gonna say Twitter agrees with me. I looked at a lot of Twitter, and there was a lot of people, people mad on Twitter.
0: Yeah, this guy, uh, Michael Juan, this boob from the USGA. Uh, what, what's his uh, title? Hold on, let me use the- here real quick. Hold on, let me beep, beep,
1: Hey, legal. Acceptable. Can we say "boob" on the air? Okay, got it.
0: Okay, thanks. All right, Mike, we're clear. You're good. Please proceed. He's the uh, CEO of the USGA. He's he tweets. uh, This is in response to the to the broadcast. Uh, I'm on it. We have the best sports production team in the world here with our partner NBC Sports. Parentheticals, Olympics, Super Bowl, et cetera. And if the amount of interruptions are problematic, we will work with our partner to do better. He also says, more more TV people here than the Super Bowl. Parentheticals, true, exclamation point. So we slash the USGA will work to free them up to do what they do better than anyone. This has been a great US Open, and we will work to make 2023 at LA Country Club, even better. This guy, he could come work in my company. It sounds like management just placating just to get people off his back. <laughs> this is absolutely I mean, come on. Like I just
3: yes. yeah.
1: My thing is here, here's all right. So here's my deal. And I, I've complained about well, what this are we before? doing? Yeah, you know, I don't think this is U.S. Open related. I don't think I don't know if it's NBC. I think it's the business model. The way I like to equate it, because, again, I'm a huge football, American football fan. This would be like taking a commercial break between second and third down. Like, this is what they do constantly. (laughs) We're going to play through while they're still running the, you know, the ball on second down. You're like, no, like, stop. Like, that's that's not how it works. And I get it golf is continually played there's no timeouts but like right at the peak of a putt they're like all right playing through and you're going what are you doing and then announcing that somebody made a birdie before we even get to see like it's just amateur hour this this weekend it wasn't great and I I just don't get it and you know people complain about the live tour for all kinds of things but like the the coverage I watched was coverage the amount of shots they showed lots of shots this to me was a real opportunity again to set themselves apart. And it was it was a big miss. I am sorry, I, I I didn't like it either. Um, I think they kind of redeemed themselves with that Rolex thing at the end. But man, there was there was some tough
0: sled in there for a while. Was that the hour long un- uninterrupted coverage? Was the Rolex yes. piece? Okay.
1: Yep, yep, yep. I mean, I told my well, wife. the I was worst so of all was I was so proud of Rolex. I think I'm gonna go out and buy one. She didn't think that was funny. She didn't think that was funny. Sorry, Steven.
2: No, I was going to say, I mean, to me, one of the, you know, uh, aside from everything that just you noted that was terrible was these cutaway interviews with with people and players that weren't even relevant to the yes. tournament. And it was like, yes. hey, we're going to do a spotlight on somebody for five minutes Yes. Important Saturday and Sunday actions going on. Are you kidding me? Like mm. this should be at the very start of the telecast before the, the, the top guys have started or do the you know the, the pre-tournament something, but not yeah. during the middle of an important round when there's golf I going agree. on. I don't care, Tarico, about your interview.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was your highlight, Mark? Did you have something different other than the course? Uh
1: a highlight to me was just like again it was just action packed it it was literally down to the last putt to Zalatoris if he was half an inch right he you know it would have been a playoff to me it was it was you know it is what we all come to expect of a US Open there was uh there, obviously there's been runaway winners of the US Open but to me this was fantastic this was golf at its peak to me this is what i love about golf and i i i was really excited to see big names even some new folks that you know some cool qualifying stories to me this is what it's all about and these guys that qualified some of the amateurs that made right i mean just some really cool stories again um kind of went thursday through through sunday and the you know university of texas guy the low am and you know him down to the wire with the Texas A&M guy—just fun stuff and good stuff. And uh, to me, that's what golf has always meant to me. And again, I'm thrilled that these guys get paid well. Awesome, good for them. But to me, the the action, the history, all that was—I think—in uh, addition to the really cool course—that uh, I'm in violent agreement. I hope it is in the rota for uh, many, many opportunities in the future.
0: Yeah, I um, I don't think I have much else to add on the on the highlight. I'm I'm with you, Stephen. I want to continue to see these types of cool courses. I think you know for the most part, if you look at where majors are played, it's pretty much in the same spots anyway. Um, so they'll you know I know they're going to be going back to Marion. Hopefully, we'll be able to do the uh, the on location there. Um, you know, reminded me, I don't know if you saw, but there were, uh, there were actually some, some turkeys out there on the course. um, Now playing on the live golf tour. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) No, some actual, actual turkeys um, out Mm -hmm. there. So that was, that was pretty cool. Um, You know, the, the low lights for me, what's funny is that it's been nice doing this, this podcast with you fellas. Cause I've been watching a lot of sports analytics stuff, um, powered by Bush light pretty closely. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the scores with the aside, uh, what was that? Craig ranch. I think that was like 40 under, but aside from that, you know, we've had a lot of single digit tournaments and I know that there's a lot of golf mm-hmm. purists and, you know, Oakmont and Wingfoot fans that want plus six, um, and but i mean still what was this like 6 under so mm-hmm. um i i think you know i and i saw a couple of funny scenes with people beating up bunkers like rory and and others and you know yeah. heather to heather shots but uh mm-hmm. um i i think it was i think it was pretty good and it's still still watchable still came down to the end um yeah the <laughs> you know just the the low light was uh Going back to our split tours here at the end, and I—I I wanted to live. Didn't represent real great. I think Norman might have done better uh, if he was out there. Uh, the, the guys who made the guys who made the cut: DJ plus four, Dick Bland plus eight, Reed plus ten, Bryson plus thirteen, and then the guys who missed the cut: uh, Phil. The thrill is gone. Mickelson mm. plus 11. Uh, Louis plus six. Nah, plus five. Gooch, five. Sergio, four. Uh, and then your guy at the end there, P.O., plus four. So there, and there were some others in there. So, Oof. I mean, if that's, uh, I don't know, just like, what's the what's the saying here? Uh, art, life in the place art. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> This is just apropos all the way up and down. So um, all the live guys will go back and uh, lick their wounds and uh, obviously wanting to see what their future is going to be as it relates to the official world golf tour and those points for their tournaments, also their Ryder Cup status. But uh, yeah, all in all, I think a pretty good week. And uh yeah, we look forward to two more two more uh, majors for the year. Anything else for you put a bow on the uh, open?
2: Yeah, I got something else to share. again, I know that
0: uh, we're a big stat podcast about getting
2: a ride, just kidding. um, but here's something really fun again, to me, something to look ahead as we head into um the Open Championship and just something worth calling out is Zalatoris, right? I mean, this guy seems to be in the last two years up there in every single major. So I want to just give a quick stat on Zalatoris because, to me, if y'all are betting folks out there, he's going to be one. You want to throw a little bit of cash on your next couple majors. So Will has participated in nine major tournaments. Of those nine, he's, had two, he's been cut twice in one withdrawal. He's made the cut in six. And of all six of those he's made the cut in, he's been in top ten. He's got three seconds, uh, two, six, and an eight. Some of those are ties in there. But of all six he's made the cut, He is a top ten guy. He's got runner-ups in in the Masters, the PGA Championship, you know, the other month, and now the U.S. Open. So, uh, to me, he is a guy who is like – He's built for majors, not based on his length, but just, you know, how consistent he is, good wedge player, awesome putter, even with his little sketchy backswing uh, that's hard to watch. But, I mean, no three putts this week. He, I think he was the only guy wow. without a three putt this week. Um, so, to me, he seems like a guy who is going to be a multiple major winner. Um, and that's when he's showing up. It's crazy that he has not really won and dominated a lot of other mm-hmm. tournaments yet. But in majors, this guy shows up. He's kind of like a Brooks, how he, it's like a Kuka, he just is. yeah, yeah. How he's just he, he focuses majors. He's always up there, in majors. So he's be fun to watch. I like him. He's got a good demeanor too. He said some really nice stuff after the after his mm-hmm. loss. And again, just how many more heartbreaks this guy got to go through? So big, big fan
0: of Will. Only twenty five. Uh, grew up in Plano. Well, he yeah he lives in Plano. Looks like he's from San Fran. Only twenty five though. Already amassed. Nine million. Um, no. Went to the same school as Webb Simpson. You guys know where that is? Wake Forest. Wake Forest, right. yeah. The de- Demon Deacons. Exactly. Same
2: with Arnold Palmer, a bunch of dudes.
0: Yeah, that's um, – that's, and, and I'm glad you brought that up, Stephen, because I, I would not have guessed that. I thought uh, he was a little more erratic than that, but pretty consistent player. And it's also hard to go from acting – because of course he was uh, Sandler's Teddy, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, go from acting and make the transition oh, to game and man. that kind of not line. easy. That's, not that's easy. amazing. Yeah. Did, uh, did you see? Did you guys get a chance to see the interview with Phil where he was like, "All right, I'm tired." You know, one question, mm-hmm. right? He's like, "No more double questions." And then every one of the every one yeah. of the reporters had like, two uh, "Phil, I have a two uh, part question.
1: <laughs> part A." <You're> like, <laughs>
0: Oh man, that was hilarious! Poor Phil, he was just—I uh, don't—I'll give him credit though. You know, I again, yeah. hey, this, po- stood this podcast, yeah. this is the gift that keeps—it is enlightening me. I'm I'm having a renaissance here, and it's just like now I'm watching these, I'm watching these uh, press conferences, and like I'm like, wow, these are these are some pretty hard. This is not like a, a puff piece, right? And uh, so I'm gonna be interested to see if all the other tournaments are like that. They, they came right out of the gate. Didn't hold any punches. Last thing on the, this week in golf. So um, here's the uh, again. here's the the Champions Tour follows on the the majors. So this week will be uh, in a place that we've got a little bit of a soft spot mm-hmm. for uh, Bethlehem, PA. So when oh, uh, when the
3: when, the, <laughs> <But I'm laughs> when the boys
0: had a chance <laughs> had a chance to come visit me up in the northeast we ran out to uh bethlehem and uh, most notably the the uh Sands casino and uh, that boy whoo that's uh that's an experience for the uh, for the listeners I encourage you to get out there i don't know if you guys remember the game that you got me in on but it was kind of like cards this way it was like a matrix Video of cards. Mm-hmm. you roll through uh a hundred dollars in about three minutes um i will admit to you ultimate x Video poker. Oh baby, I will admit to you that after you left, oh, I may, I may have had a, a problem and ran, ran back a couple of times. It draws and you. In. It's it only a problem in.
2: if you lost, Mike. If you were winning money, that's not a problem. So,
0: oh, oh man, it's just I, can I don't stop. know something Anytime. about.
3: Yeah,
0: I can, I can stop. I yeah, I just, I thought I had it. And, uh, anyway, though, that was, uh, that was a fun experience. So they'll be, they'll be out in Bethlehem this week. And I'm going to try and catch that on TV and see how, mm-hmm. how nice Looking that, courses, that. Is. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, final, uh, final round ball segment, at least for this season, we'll put it down for months before we, uh, pick it <laughs> up again. But, uh, I, um, want to congratulate, um, Stephen the uh you know the fan of dynasties your uh Golden State Warriors got another one so i, I went and checked they've been in six six finals since 2015 and one for them so i think that that probably qualifies uh, pretty easily as a dynasty um so anyway season's over wasn't much of a finals. I was in the last pod I was touting it and uh I <laughs> think about his it didn't
3: really. His it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it was over. So um yeah our, our hats off to the uh to the Warriors and um we'll be uh we'll be keeping an eye on Dynasties on this podcast because not not Steven's favorite. But I don't have much else to say there. We uh yeah we'll, we'll pick it up here again in a couple months but That's it for this season.
1: I mean, it felt like the season just went by like that. You know, it it was a real flash. I I still didn't realize last season ended, so it's good. It's good. We're done with this season. Good for the Warriors. Hope those guys get rested up. Season starts again here in a couple weeks. So
3: it's just uh, it's just gotten
0: ridiculous. I just there. I mean, you know. Good on these different sites and and sports avenues for pandering to their you know to their markets and to their base, but it's like you know the same day or the next day. It's like okay, here's LeBron and here's the you know two early favorites for the next season. Mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. So, but in I'm all honesty, you. I I think it starts up in like October November. So yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah. 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 All right, let's move on to the uh, to the drink review. Um, so we can't wait to see what Mark, the domestic hunter, got out of Trina's tire, hail, hair, nail salon, hair nails, and more
1: dry um, cleaners, dry cleaners, and more. Well, much to my chagrin, um, well, maybe not my chagrin, but I was, I was. You know, uh, kind of prodded um, to try something else. You know, because I actually shared with folks my 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 approach to finding domestics. And, Are these listeners? I mean, listeners slash concerned citizens. Um, <laughs> mostly Trina. about pick, yeah. Mostly, mostly about Trina and her hairs, nails, beer, and more. But I was encouraged to try something else that is produced here domestically um, that is kind of a Nuovo um, fusion of, of sorts. And I, I, I'll just tell you what it is. And so I went, I was going to Trina's and somebody said, you got to try something else. I've heard about your domestic uh, thing. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll give it a whirl. Are what you, the, are you the Mark Snyder
0: want? of Weekend at Berkman's? I am I am is that what Uh, they said
1: yeah they're like whoa sir could you try this for me and let (laughs) me know uh and so this 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 interested listener is probably going to hear me speak about her her drink but what I'm going to show you is that I've gone I went
3: instead of going to
1: Trina's um ice chest I went to a more proper uh, sorry a different establishment for a what I have here is a Topo Chico Ranch Water Hard Seltzer, which is a unique uh, conglomeration um, of, of flavors built into one. And again, many people like Topo Chico. Many people like hard, you know, the seltzery thing. I gotta be honest. I mean, I'm a lager guy. Um, <laughs> this this is pretty. This is a lot of sweetness in here. This is. almost too it's almost too sweet uh i've had this i've I've had this thing opened and breathing since the beginning of this episode um it needs to breathe a lot uh (laughs) and you know i'm I'm gonna introduce something new tonight i'm gonna introduce the lawnmower scale because you guys also know that i'm i'm big on my, my yard work my yard work coming in for a nice refreshing one um, and I'm going to go one to five lawnmowers, you know, on the, the, the lawn scale here. <sighs> Topo Chico, hard seltzer, ranch water. I mean, I'm giving it a one lawnmower out of five. It's just too sweet for me. Uh, and I, nice. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I just, and this one's like a, and they even told me like it's a agave something mix. And I'm just, it's just not my thing. It's not my thing uh i'm i'm a pass on this i will finish it because this listener you know has sponsored us in many ways with like stars um but i'm i'm just i'm, mm. not, I'm not a big fan of the 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 seltz maybe it's just seltzers in general just not my thing um and maybe i do need to be actually doing the lawn with this one for it to to, to taste more refreshing but it's just, it, I don't know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a one one out of five on the lawnmower scale. I don't know. You guys got questions? Don't worry, yes. Trina I, Trina stopped I, me. Trina wasn't happy that I didn't dive into the ice chest. Anyway, we are where we are. I, I got a question. So I know, you know, you're it, the domestic guy.
2: So I really wonder how big of a listener this is. Isn't Topo Chico out of Mexico? So are we calling this
1: a domestic Well, yeah, that's fair. Uh, it's produced uh, here in the U.S., I think most of those oh, okay. things are produced right. in San Antonio. Um, are you sure? I don't know. Let me look at the freaking can. San Antonio is practically south of the border. I mean, let's be real I'm just here. So. Sad that I got five more of these <laughs> in my freaking refrigerator. I'm just kidding. All right, well, they're, you're going to well, great. you're
0: doing that. All right. I got three things. First three. <laughs> of all, <laughs> three things. Just three simple questions. <clears throat> so I had, you know, we were talking about my addictions. This uh, you know, Sands Casino. I had a I had a real problem during the pandemic. I, you know, if you remember back when a barrel of oil was uh, was negative dollars. Ooh, I was yes. yeah. I was buying. I mean, I was buying these Topo Chicos like they were water. Like they Wait, were going the Topo Chico style. hard seltzer or the no. Topo Chico waters. Yes, the the lime flavored, the grapefruit Uh flavored. Oh man, I had a real problem. I I made a joke. I was like, my Topo Chico costs more than my gas.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: But that stuff's good. I, I like the regular stuff, but yeah. So you're so in your scale, you're saying this is like the the lawnmower that doesn't have an engine. The one that, that you got to push and get, get the blade. Okay. Correct. So that, yeah. You got so to push the
1: blades. Yeah. It's one
0: blade. It's the blade thing. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So I can't wait to see what, what two through five is. I know the zero turn will be on there somewhere, but. Uh, oh yes. And then, so yeah, so you are the logger hunter. So all you, all you need to do is take about a gallon of water, mm-hmm. just pour, go ahead and water that down. To about where to your logger consistency, and it should be perfect.
3: Yeah,
1: I thought about that. I actually do have a cup of water here. I might actually pour it into the water and see how how it goes. But this is really okay. sweet. I mean, it's 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 uh, it's almost like a it's a kiddie beverage or something. When it's not, because like, I, I get that there's there's like 1.2 percent yeah. alcohol or something in here, but it's just sweet.
0: Whew. Well, that would be you know maybe they're trying to create a. What's that? An econ you learn about? Uh, ancillary products? That's what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. They Complimentary. Should bundle, Complimentary. Yes, they should bundle the ranch water with the regular Topo Chico seltzer, mix those together. You got yourself a mm. cocktail. It's interesting. All right. Well, All right. you know, maybe if you stuck to the rules of the podcast, this kind of stuff wouldn't happen. Those are the rules. Hold on. This was
1: made in Wisconsin.
0: So there you no, go. No, get out of here. Wow. Wisconsin. Topo Chico. Get out of here. No,
3: yeah. I'm not <laughs> kidding. So.
1: Produced and bottled uh, for Topo Chico Hard Seltzer Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin.
0: Okay. You're welcome. I don't I, we've come to the root of the problem. I don't think you actually bought Topo Chico. So, all right, here's the can, Jack Wagon. Another, another great job, Mark. All right, Stephen, the bourbon hunter, what do you got for <laughs> us? Well,
2: mine my, my might be a little bit more redeeming. I, I'm excited about this one. Blantons. I think uh,
1: it, it. Oh, no.
2: You promised us Blantons last time. You guys soon. Episode you 10.
1: I don't see a horse.
2: Okay, all right. For episode twenty, I'll get on it, and yeah, we'll we'll figure out some in person because that's gonna that's gonna cost a penny or two. So, uh, no, this one's even even funner. Kind of perfect timing. Uh, So, I was actually in Specs last week. uh, Stopped in early one morning. Was over there Mm. uh, dropping off the dog for grooming and, and swung by right. And got to talking to a guy and he actually hooked me up with a really nice bottle, an allocated bottle. And uh, I felt obligated to, to pick up another right? And I was kind of due for another anyway. You know, what What can it hurt to have another bottle around the house? And uh, he tells me, you know, we're talking about all these. And he finally goes, oh, you know, I got one that, you know, if you haven't gotten, you really got to try. And um, it, it's definitely more of your budget. Conscious bourbon, Mm -hmm. right? Definitely a bourbon on a budget here. It is one fourteen Old Granddad, and I'm also really excited about it because we got the Granddad situation going on Father's Day. I mean, just I mean, look at the coincidence there. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, just explain the one fourteen. That is the proof of it. So, again, it's a little bit uh, hotter. Uh, than what I normally go at. This is 50% alcohol, 157% alcohol. This is 114 proof. So, again, it's it's got a little bit of uh, put some hair on your chest behind it. Yeah, oh, no doubt. It it really does. Um, but this is this bottle is 20 bucks, and people say that this is one of the better bottles that you can get for a very reasonable price, especially at this proof. Uh, at the aging that it's at, I mean, it's when I first opened it and first had it, I was like, Ooh, you know, it, it had a little bit of, you know, heat behind it. Right. But cause really I, I play in the 90 proof to one Oh five. That's kind of my, that's kind of my area, kind of my range. I really like, and this is a little bit hotter, but some fun to get into. Uh, I mean, to me, it's definitely not one. When I finish this, I'm going to go out and run and get another, but for um, 20, 20 bucks and one that, I would say for the most part, it's easy to find on the shelf maybe not easy anymore but something that you can find easier than a lot of other good stuff out there. I mean it, it, you can't go wrong with it for 20 bucks uh, and, and just kind of looking online, reading about it, this is a lot of people's favorites uh, truly oh, yeah. for 20 bucks. Um, you can't go wrong so yeah 114 old granddad. I mean, it's got some, it's got some heat to it. So I'd let it sit on the ice block for a little bit longer to kind of mellow it out a little bit, but it's, it's good. And I mean, heck, I had to go with this one. I had some other options, but I had to go with this one Father's Mm Day. Nice job. Oh, granddad.
1: You got it. Hey, you got a cool and innovative scale. Like I do with the lawnmowers that I use to cut my yard.
2: I mean, I'll mm. have to
1: think about. It. I'll have to make yeah, something let him. bourbon-like.
2: But I, I mean, you I right. might have to steal your lawn mowing scale with yes. me actually mowing the lawn. But hey, you know, kind of I'll figure something out. I'll figure something nice. out. Not right now. I don't want to just spit Okay, but I'll All think right, about man. it. I got you. Did you did you say what the what the age was? Uh, I actually don't know on this one. I it doesn't say on here. But I would say honestly, for the color that we have here, and for the flavor that's here, I'm going to guess it's it's. I'm going to assume it's in the four to eight range, but I, again, I'm totally okay. guessing here. Some some don't note
0: it. Okay, very good. But it's got it's got some heat. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, thank you, Stephen. Um, so this week I'm back to. Uh, 903 Brewers out of Sherman. Um, Mm, If you'll recall, the last time I went to the uh, Texas-Oklahoma border, it was for uh, Pretzel Day. Uh, Shout out to Michael Scott. Um, Now, this one, this one's unique. It's, um, let me just read you the description first here. So, Our uh, Blah Blah Cream Ale is loaded with sweet and nutty peanut and your favorite old-school cereal treat. A biscuity malt base allows the rich peanut butter flavor to be front and center, demonstrating the cream ale's perfection for convection. Pairs with peanut butter cups, pajamas, Sunday morning cartoons. Any guess what vein this, uh, this brew is in? I just love that
1: it's... Say Vain. What
2: is Vain? Captain Crunch. What are, we, what are we... Oh, look at that. Oh, with the Texas logo on Ooh, I like that. That's good looking. Oh, yeah. Is this yeah, like another crunch.
1: butter?
0: Is this Peanut butter or butter? butter? Peanut butter wow. crunch. It does. Mm. It does taste a little
1: bit like that. Does it it's cut a, your mouth up into like little shards <laughs> of, when you when you drink
0: it, like Captain Crunch did? Oh man, it, it tasted so good, but it it was like yeah, it was like chewing razor blades, wasn't yeah. it? Baby, if you if you wanted to get it anything other than super soggy, so mm-hmm. um, yeah, this one is true to form. Uh, looks like a you know. Uh, looks like a bunch of peanut butter crunch blended up into a beer it's it's really tasty hmm. you know i didn't know how it was going to pour um i'm glad oh, that it's a cream that ale. there it is yeah. oh. uh, i always with the mic sip love it <laughs> I, i'm i'm glad it's a cream ale because if it was a stout i mean you probably yeah you'd have diabetes after having it this is actually fairly refreshing and and if I don't know if there's anyone on this planet other than my brother-in-law who enjoys peanut butter, um, more than I do. So this is actually pretty good. I, this would be dynamite, um, on draft if you could find it, but, um, yeah, I would uh, totally recommend, I'd say this is a, uh, you know, 15 count choculas on the cookie crisp scale. So, um, should help you out, Mark. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> But, uh, no, I, you know, and, and I think I talked about in a, in a previous pod, how I really didn't like cereal that much. I, I don't eat it. You know, I had the last time I had cereal, it was probably when Steven had uh, sloppy Joe. Mm. Um, but I, mm-hmm. I, do remember peanut butter crunch, uh, cap and crunch. That was one, um, that I did love, uh, really tasty. So yeah, total recommend here. And, uh, I will be, nice. I'll be going back to the well. On 903 Brewers. Steven.
2: Hey, s- since we're talking, since, uh, you know, you're we're talking peanut butter here and talking drinks, uh, something that came to mind was oh, earlier this week. I know what you're going to say. I tried peanut butter whiskey. It's called Screwball, right? So yes. it's kind of like Fireball, which is, you know, cinnamony and all of that. This is Screwball, it's peanut butter whiskey. I will say, It is unique. It is very much like a Reese's peanut butter cup. And it would be great in some like dessert drinks. Mm. Uh, but I would 10 out of 10 times pick it over fireball. Um, very unique. Very unique. Could be good on like a golf course. Shove a bag in like
0: your let me charge you. Yeah, go ahead. Let me charge you with the bachelor party. Mm. Oh. Bottle screwball. Yes. Are you interested? Well, yeah, I'm. I'm thinking whoever loses around the papa shots, popping a screwball.
2: Deal. All right. All right. You better believe it. But it's peanut that, butter flavored whiskey. Whiskey. Yes, I'm telling yeah. you, it is nut
1: job made.
2: Kind of like a Reese's <laughs> peanut butter cup shot, and uh, I mean, you can make some good dessert drinks with it. Truly, I mean, uh, sub out that for like you know Kalu or something, and uh, could be interesting. Um, um, yes, I already got that. And I got a 175 of something else that I'm bringing, which I don't think uh, people will turn up their nose on. So, oh, you yeah. Got it,
0: Mike. Even if it's crown, I, uh, yeah, make that screwball ice cold mm. and I'll chase it with a peanut butter cup. Reese's, I'm looking mm. forward to that. It's going in the freezer. It's be delicious. I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned that because I love peanut butter and I heard people mention screwball and I haven't had a chance to have it yet. So, oh. that's going to be sensational. I got to get out. I mean, Trina's, I don't think Trina has that.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. Okay. No,
0: but they, they got all the, other, all the other peanut butter treats there. Um, yes. Yes, they do. Nutter butter. Apparently, Nutter Stephen's favorite, Nutter butter. Big. So you'll have to pick up some of those cookies. Okay. All right. Great job again, Stephen. Mark needs a little improvement.
1: I uh, branched out to the ranch water. And you guys gave me a hard time. Okay.
2: We might. Do we need to approve his going forward, Mike? Do we just need to connect before and just approve? It? Or I don't know, Mark. Maybe yeah, send no. us a picture of the ice chest next time, and we'll okay. thumbs up or thumbs down stuff.
0: Gotcha. That sounds or, cool. no more support. You're not on. You're not on probation, but you're you're close. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Quick update on uh, pucks in net. So uh <laughs> funny here uh steven was right avalanche absolutely dominating uh, up 2-0 in the series um before we could blink same situation as golden state just just dominating now uh if you've had a chance to look at the score this evening uh, Tampa Bay bailing out Marnack again. Looks like they're going to make it a series six-two with uh, seven minutes left in the third period. So, uh, looks like this one's going to go two-one. Um, guys, what's the saying? What's the saying in a series? It it sort really of you know the No, it it's sort of like the master saying about the back nine. But what's the saying about a series? NBA and NHL. Okay. The saying is the series doesn't start until Until game seven. Until the home team loses. So uh, we got, it's like we got, man.
3: (laughs) I thought thought Monday was our night. No, I catch you.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so the is that uh, yeah. really so it's a like, saying? Like I've never heard that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah. I've been around um, sports so ball a lot in my life. I just never. Heard <laughs> <that one. laughs> Looks like it's going to be two one, um, and uh, also stars getting close to hiring Deboer. So um, we hope hope for a good season next year. Mm. Uh, But Who knows? I don't know where it's going to go from here Uh, since we're doing trivia and fun facts, uh, Stephen, I'll uh, I'll mention and and absolutely could not believe this one. Fun fact, Canada, uh, this must have been a pro-American article in the way it was phrased. Canada has lost the Stanley Cup 29 years in a row. So quite the uh, yep. quite the drought there. We are just
3: hmm, beating yes.
0: them at their own game. Eh? Yeah, that so right. Canada. Yeah. Yep. So, Struggle uh, bus up there. Anyway, Marnak's still alive. Oh yeah. Um, the other uh, the other round ball, uh, college World Series of baseball. So, um, you know, I I appreciate especially Stephen enlightening on on what exactly you know college softball and college baseball is all about so you know similar to my path um, down trying to figure out when cameras are allowed in courtrooms you know I was like okay well let me try to understand this uh, college World Series setup and um,
3: yeah.
0: could figure it out guys I get you know I got I got double elimination games. Some teams are only playing single elimination. I, it looks like it's a round robin. All the teams play. I can't figure it out. I was hoping at some point I'd get down to, hey, this is the championship game. Uh, not there. So I I did see that Notre Dame upset. Uh, don't tell me. Well, tell me. They upset Tennessee. Somebody, Tennessee, Tennessee. I, yep, well, did, yeah, and
2: the super regionals, yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that was four weeks ago when they were playing yeah, the super that regionals. Was the playoffs before the playoffs,
1: a lot like the NBA, where you have seven months of playoffs. It's the same thing with college world series, long after the kids have graduated, too. Yeah,
0: you yeah. got
2: regionals, super
1: regionals,
0: and then the college world series. Three rounds. Okay. So now we're in the college world series, but why I'm yep. looking at the scoreboard here. Auburn and Stanford are in an elimination game, and Old Miss and Arkansas are in a double elimination round. Why, why aren't they in the same thing? Yeah.
2: So here's the thing. So it all starts off, everybody's even, right? And then the first team loses, you know. What then? Teams lose, right? So you got four teams lose, four teams win. Winners go into winners bracket, losers go into losers. Then mm-hmm. to the two losers in the second round play each other, and they get two losses, right? So that loser of the second game, two losses in a row, they're out, right? And then you keep playing in the loser's bracket. You get a couple down. So, it just – you only get two losses the entire time. And uh, you got a winner's bracket and loser's bracket. And then at some point, you start getting to the three-game series. Uh, So, yeah, it's not the easiest to follow. But once you figure out wins, losses – I mean, it's not that hard. Come on, guys. Mike, I'm sending you the Rosetta
1: Stone.
0: I'm sending you the Rosetta Stone. It's real simple. Yeah, the, the decoder ring out of the yep. Cap and Crunch box. It's yes. a good thing that I have these earphones in to keep the steam from coming out. So oh. tomorrow Notre Dame plays AM and it's an elimination game. So that means they're both losers coming into this game.
1: Uh no. They
2: lost <laughs> the nope. first game. No, no. So, because right, you, they you, played can, on a Tuesday so just after to be the clear,
1: Sunday of the after the equinox of you know, summer. <laughs>
2: They've each won one game and they've lost a game and so now the loser of that will have two and they're out, right? So let's say Am wins, Notre Dame's out, Am
0: moves on. Uh, so today look at records. Like today, old Miss and Arkansas are playing in the double elimination round. So is this their first game or did they both they both only have wins?
2: So they only have wins. They were one and zero going in this game. They're both the winners, That's so winners' bracket. And so since um, uh, Old Miss won, Old Miss stays in winners' bracket. Arkansas moves to losers, and their next game, if they lose the next one, Arkansas, Arkansas is out. So you just got to look at records, mm, and then it will come clear once they get they lose a couple teams and then it get in the three round yeah. series. Once That's really what game, I was
3: waiting.
0: Once they get to the last team, it's over. Yeah. I mean, it's that simple.
3: Jeez, come on. This,
0: yeah, yeah. The, this this state education was just waiting for the scoreboard to say championship game, and uh, yeah. and it, yeah, unfortunately that didn't happen yet. So, I'll uh, I'll keep waiting. All that to say, Stephen, is do you have a favorite at this point? Can you just cut through the BS for us? Um, I
2: mean, so. It's kind of a tough answer. I mean, you know, a bunch of family went to A&M. So I guess, you know, you always got to root for the family ties and all that. Uh, I would say if I'm not rooting for A&M, I'm going to root for Oklahoma just because of Big 12 here. I'm sick of SEC. I think four of the eight were SEC teams. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think I got to root for the Big 12 team there. So mm-hmm. I'm going to root for OU as much as it pains me. I think I got a root for OU in there, mm. maybe Arkansas too. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm a little confused, but just I don't know. It's basically So are it we? I don't.
1: I mean, I feel like there's teams that are going to be in it, like wild card. I don't know. Like they're going to come back in, kind of fan favorite. They're going to get voted back in. Yeah, it's like yeah, we can
3: get your a life card. there. Phone yeah, a friend.
0: Geez, yeah couple of teams banished the island, brought back in. They got the immunity the idol. Item. I mean, there's going to be all kinds. Of <laughs> <laughs> they got challenges to get. Back uh, in. Are, you, are you survivor fans, Mark, in, in your household? Uh, not really. I know. Okay.
1: Mean,
0: yeah. I know my, enough to be my dangerous. Yeah. yeah. My fiance's turned, it on, turned me on to it, and I'm just like – this props guy, he's like egging people on in the middle of a challenge. Oh, yeah. I'm like, dude, shut your trap.
3: <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Kidding.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you, Steven. That's very enlightening. <sighs> I think the anti-baseball
2: <clears throat> guy teaches baseball in the podcast. Look at that, man. We've come a long way.
0: It's like Laurel and Hardy.
3: <laughs>
0: um, Uh, Two other sport updates before we get to Marnak. These are quick, I promise. So F1, uh, Verstappen wins again in Canada. Anybody want to take a guess? What happened to the Ferrari engines this time? Mm,
2: They blew up
1: again.
0: Well, I didn't. They actually... (laughs) The fine folks at Ferrari... The fine folks at Ferrari... (laughs) (laughs) Actually decided to... um, Change the engine uh, in an attempt to... Uh, was that a cow? Uh, changed the engine in an attempt to not make it blow up. And uh, apparently, that's not allowed. Um, so, Charles Leclerc received a 10-place grid penalty because Ferrari changed his engine ahead of the Canadian Grand Prix. So, Wait, um, you can't be... No, I don't even want to ask. Yep, makes sense. I, yeah, right.
2: this... That- kinda it's you like no we want change of law you're not allowed to fix it and Come get on. a better one
0: what
3: kind of
0: thing is this you know if they if they were listeners in the pod they'd have just poured sawdust in there they probably would have got a podium um or a, or but, a uh, Nissan yeah, they, maxima would probably you? have been better <laughs> you but
2: you just all, cannot. The, all the dents would slow it down though it's not very <laughs> no, no, no. those
1: <laughs> are designed specifically for like the target parking lot those carts know not to hit my car because of the dents the HEB I mean oh it's it's uh it's scientifically
0: engineered haters you're yeah you're the kind of car that my brother-in-law said you never park next to because if a car looks like that, they're not going to take <laughs> care of your car. They just don't care. So, <laughs> I'm like, oh, kids, open the door.
1: Danny. I hit the car next to me. I
0: don't know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you just, you, you can't make this stuff up. It's like every race there's something wrong with, with Ferrari. So, yeah. Um, Anyway, Verstappen well out in front. It's going to take some sort of miracle from any other team to stop that. So if we had a, uh, I don't know, if we had a Starnak, um, the spectacular, uh, Steven would be in first place for F1.
1: I I did see somebody on Twitter posted, like, basically Verstappen was in first place, and then where on the track basically second place was. And it was mm. uh, again not close. So it was like he could have stopped, made a sandwich, had a picnic, maybe a little little Cabernet with some wine some, or some cheese, and he still would have won. I mean, it was not even close, which is, blows my mind. I'm like, all these cars are fast, right? Like, how are they not close? But it wasn't close.
0: That's it. I mean, it, it would have been Putin and Amos and Golden, but yeah,
1: yes. I, I, oh, we get man. your point. Labat Blue, maybe. Ooh, that's some yeah. good drinking. No Pilsner, but it's good.
0: Yeah, I and I think even the even the race before uh, he might have been up like twenty eight seconds or something on second yeah. place. I think that's why yeah. F one comes under quite a bit of criticism. I mean, like I said, the machines are a, a marvel. Of science but it's just it's just not competitive and so i guess ferrari says we will take it upon ourselves to make it interesting and have the engines never work so um and then the other round ball uh, again uh quick update on soccer so you might have noticed that the uh, premier league schedules are out um I don't know if you all have had a chance to get any merch yet. I was looking at the Fulham stuff. I couldn't really figure out. I think I'm going to wait for the new seasons stuff to come out. Um, but you you all are tasked with making sure you get some sort of merch, preferably a jersey or a scarf, um, before the, the season starts up again here. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm with you on the, the
1: Bournesmith stuff. Uh, I have to wait for either new stuff and or any stuff to get put into their store. Uh, right now, they're size uh, kids small and or five XL, and that's it. So I mean, it's, it's, it's just not going to work. So uh, it did say on their site that new stuff's coming soon because they're getting promoted, so they're getting more stuff. I'm excited. As soon as it gets in, I'm I'm buying. I'm in.
0: Yeah, I think they had to call the queen and ask for an advance on that, <sighs> that 120 million. Yes. I mean, they're only working with three million, so it's like Correct. circle nachos or not great. Or- yeah. Regular sizes, well, Stephen. What do you? What's your deal? Uh, well, so they're
2: called kits, right? I think my concern, if I'm going to get kitted out, is you know European sizing. I mean, I'm definitely not a little, <laughs> a little uh, you know half. You're not you small. Know, skinny That's right. Not a small. So my, my concern is, that I'm going to buy my American size, and it's going to fit over like my right bicep, and and it's just going to become a um, uh, you know there's like uh, you know those socks that you wear on airplanes right mm-hmm. it, you yeah. know just to keep the Not blood good. flow so I, i'm concerned um, about sizing but hopefully we can figure that out so i think i'm most likely going to be like a quadruple xl just to make it fit my oh, normal you get some XL XL body, stuff so.
1: you got they you get
3: some
1: nice <laughs> stuff <laughs> <laughs> you um,
0: keep eating that till you'll you'll slide right in mm. <laughs> Um, but I, I don't I don't know if you got a chance to see the schedule of these our our teams wasted no time heading out to the uh, slaughterhouse. So Fulham's first match is uh, Liverpool. Of course, that was my my other favorite team. So uh wow. And then uh Bournemouth plays Man City match two. So um <coughs> There's going to be blood early. Or, or it's going to be
1: a, a match of the two undefeated. The Titans going into it. one and oh one 1-0 oh for all the marbles. It's like a quadruple, double elimination, single elimination, college world <laughs> series game.
0: <laughs> Born Oh, man. I, uh... I can't wait. The uh, first full match is at Craven Cottage, so it's going to be is going to be rocking and uh, I'm sure Liverpool is going to come in there and hang about 10 goals on them. So, no, oh, no. As my old pappy would say, it's going to be over before it gets started. <laughs> I think. Uh, two quick updates on World Cup, something pretty interesting they're going to do a, a robot line judge. I think this is something they already do in tennis. We'll see it in Wimbledon here in a, in a few weeks, but, um, that should be interesting. One of the, one of the fun things was always like the onside call, uh, when a goal was scored or something to that effect. So take a little bit of the, uh, <clears throat> the old art out of that, um, should be for the better. And then the second one there, um, so the 2026 world cup will be looks like split between, um, the US and Mexico. So they've announced um cities that are officially selected to host the World Cup matches in 26. So that's going to be New York at MetLife Stadium, Los Angeles at SoFi, Dallas at AT&T Stadium, San Fran at Levi's, Miami at the Hard Rock, Atlanta at Mercedes, Benz, hmm. Seattle at Lumen, Houston at NRG, Link uh Philly and Lincoln Financial, Kansas City at Arrowhead and Boston at Gillette. So um Keep an eye out for that twenty twenty six. We'll still, hopefully, we'll still be doing the pod by then. Of and course, it looks like a good set of cities there for that uh, that tournament. Okay, let's go on to uh, Marnak, the mediocre. So we're looking forward to the uh, Vitara, the Suzuki Vitara envelope. Uh, so this week. Are you ready, Marnak, for the this, question? Uh, yes, for the Department of Corrections, it's the Vidara envelope,
1: not the <laughs> Vituli Slodkin Karahara envelope, as you just referenced.
0: Well but I'm you're, ready for the you're question. Coming, yeah, you're coming off a heater. Uh, Phil was nowhere near the cut uh brush line. So, not a chance. Yeah, so he had too, with, he had too
1: much, too much mental baggage going into it. And again, like I said. It just—it was—it was—it was not going to be his day.
0: That's all. Anyway, that was a safe pick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're going to stick with the cuts this time. Though we're going to move it over back to Bethlehem, PA, for the U.S. Senior Open. So my question here is: Is uh, Colin Montgomery is he going to make the cut at the U.S. Senior Open?
1: Ah man. Like, okay, so the Vidar envelope provided me with some background here. Um, Notably, no PGA Tour champions event. They normally don't have a cut. However, given that this is a major, again, the Vidar envelope is, it's like the Rosetta Stone for the College World Series. Um, uh, Will Colin Montgomery make a cut in a cutless event? Uh, normally the answer would be yes. However, because this is a major, there is a cut. Right? There's four rounds this time. They'll play two. There'll be a cut. Uh, the the envelope has some interesting answers for me here. Um, one is one is the fact that no, he will not make the cut because it's Ooh. just yeah. One answer says no, he won't make the cut because this course, the style of the course doesn't fit his style the other answer is yes he will make the cut and not only will he make the cut but he's gonna be top 10 so Ooh. i've got i've got two varying answers here yeah i know like it's it's gonna be it's either it's gonna be feast or famine was the answer and the answer is that i gotta go with i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna side with the no i don't see him making the cut this is gonna be a tough course. Um, Colin Montgomery's had an, you know, clearly a storied career. Um, it's a swing that we all tried to emulate uh, in, in junior. Okay. I was kidding. Uh, it was, um, you know, he, he's had a good career. He's, he's one of these guys that you, you love to, to, to hate. And, but at the same time, you know, he's good for golf. Uh, like I said, my, the envelope generally never wrong. My, my heart though, would love to see him in it on the weekend because I do like, the antics, the style, that kind of stuff. But like I said, I, I I just don't see it happening this time. But again, I'm cool with being wrong. Steven, so it was a no? Thoughts? Yeah, it was a no. But if the no is wrong, it's gonna be like a top 10. That's 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 the that's the other option. Would Steven? it
0: would it surprise on, would it surprise okay. you to learn? Mm. that he never he never won a tournament in, in the US on the on the professional tour. Oh, I knew that, definitely. Yeah.
1: Okay. No, he, he never won. Correct. Until he made it to the Champions Tour. Correct.
0: Right. Okay. And he also went to uh, Houston Baptist University. So. Yes. Hmm. I didn't know that. He's a home he's a he's a product of the local H- favorite. Local <laughs> favorite. Um, okay, I can't. I can't wait to see. I I just don't know if he's got another one in him. I mean, he's only he's only fifty eight. He, he looks a little. Yeah. Weird, but uh...
2: Oh wow! I was gonna guess sixty eight. I mean,
3: yeah.
2: He, <laughs> he's gonna need a golf. He's gonna need like the John Daly exempt for a golf cart. I'm convinced before long.
1: Uh, man! Yeah. I, I hope. Hey, like I said, there's a part of my heart that wants to see him make it. I want to see him make the cut. I want to see him compete, but this is going to be a challenge. That Bethlehem, the the pull of the Sands, it's going to be tough. Ultimate X yeah. poker, it's going to be tough. J.D. Huh. probably setting up the bus JD there. J.D. is going to be shutting down <laughs> oh, the casino. Man.
2: Even though the casino doesn't shut
1: down, John Daly is <laughs> going to shut it down. <laughs> Let me hey, tell the you. Sands, that
0: was a class act. That was a class operation there, the Sands. Yeah. Uh, that was nice. Wasn't there a guy Ferrari restaurant there or something? I feel like it might have been.
1: No, there was a gal uh, to Ferrari me, restaurant. It was a cheap knockoff. Yeah, it was.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they're going to do big money this week. Big this could be one money. of the top top money weeks like ever. Maybe I mean it's going to be a lot of people in there. Yeah, these I champions, would. they're they're Ooh. slinging some good cash. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, heck, you never know. Alker could, you know, Alker's made a lot of money. He could start slinging around in there. Still waiting to see Stephen, that check in want... your, your mailbox, Stephen. Still waiting to see that yeah, check. Yeah, yeah. We, we still got lots to talk about. I need my check, and we need him to get on the podcast. Oh, that's for a podcast first, check second.
1: Ah, you are such a humanitarian. Stephen, when Butter you get a second,
0: go out to <laughs> ESPN.com. And, uh, lo- look at his picture. I want, I want you to, I want you to see his profile picture and tell me if that's what he really looks like. Ooh. Colin? Oh, no, not Colin. All right. Well, I'm going to give the, uh, I'm going to give the gents, since it's a episode 10 special episode, I'm going to let you choose your own adventure here. Uh, before we oh. get into department of corrections and call it a night, um, You've got two options. Do you want to go the path of talking about work etiquette, or would you like to head on over to Flavor Country?
1: Not all at once.
0: I, I feel like I if guess we my talk work etiquette,
1: yeah, I mean, we, we could be here all night. I mean, and into the morning. Uh yeah, I, I don't know. I
2: need, that's going to need a long. I'm going to need that. Yeah.
1: Don't don't make the waffling signal at me here. Don't, don't show me your waffles and syrup. Hey, let's go flavor country. I'll be I'll be st- st- right. Right. Yeah. I want I want at least twenty minutes on work etiquette.
3: I agree,
2: okay. and I guess okay. like uh, Mark's probably had another like five things of wagyu this week to tell
1: tell us about. <laughs> no. so I, have, <laughs> I have abstained. I have abstained from wagyu. I told you guys the meat sweats last week. We're real, no wagon.
0: Okay, and I, I did waffle on my uh, King of Queens moment. I did. I did not make it back to Arby's yet, so I'll save that. for I mm-hmm. drive home. But um, I was uh, okay, so we'll we'll head on over to Flavor Country. Welcome back to Flavor Country, folks. Uh, tenth episode. Um, so my my question tonight is: I, I was driving down the road here. And I happened to go buy a newfangled Pizza Hut building. So it's one of these, you know, these new ones that's mm-hmm. it's square. It doesn't have like the old school roof. roof. Oh, yeah. 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 Kind of the. Uh, well, I mean, it kind of looks like the Pizza Hut logo. But mm-hmm. uh, it, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Now, they had tables sitting outside, which would indicate to me that they probably got tables sitting inside which would indicate that it could potentially be a Pizza Hut buffet. So I wanted to ask you guys, did you have the same sort of obsession with the Pizza Hut buffet growing up as I did? Oh,
1: I don't know what you mean by your obsession, but I can tell you mine was a fanboy of the Pizza Hut buffet. The red cupped soda meets the overly thick crusted... Uh, pizza with the pepperonis that curled up on the edge. Oh, uh, yeah! With the salad bar with like, you know, salad and like three toppings like mushrooms, <laughs> those whole tomatoes that you couldn't quite fit in your mouth, and maybe a cucumber slice with the Thousand Island ranch uh, balsamic slash uh, maybe a blue cheese in the in those things in the with the ladle and the the and, you know the yeah. large. Uh, Colin Canister thing, and then uh, the two pizza type desserts. Dude, huge fanboy. And then the my other favorite thing was my parents might give us a couple quarters to go put in a little uh, vending machine to get like the piece of crap toy. You know, it comes in I the little you're plastic in the claw machine. Oh no, we all right, ours wasn't that high class. Or the pack Miss Pac-Man. Galaga combo sit down, but, you know, I could put my little red cup beverage on there. Me and my brothers would go to town for like 20 minutes, 30 minutes when my parents sat in the, the round booth in the mm. corner, man. I love the pizza Hut buffet. There's still an, one in operation, uh, Blackwell, Oklahoma. I know that's because my wife's grandmother, mm. uh, may she rest in peace. Uh, we were there not that long ago. And, uh, it's, I mean, it's a family friendly establishment. It's where you go after church on Sundays. I mean, it's it's every it's it's where things happen. It's like the county seat. Outside of the county
0: seat, Man. it's definitely an American tear. American staple. Stephen, oh, did you I, did you ever yeah. frequent uh, that? What?
1: No, okay. I was just gonna
0: say Pizza okay. Hut outside
1: okay. the United States. Fancy sit down. I've been to I've been to a couple in China. I've been to a couple other locations. Six continents. I mean, it's just Pizza Hut is like a five star restaurant. in Some other places, anyway. Sorry, they cheapen they cheapen the experience by not having you know the hut. Sorry, Stephen. No, no. I mean, that's. I mean,
2: gosh, I didn't realize it was a white tablecloth on the countries. But hey, never know. <laughs> um, what I mean, I'm going to burst the bubble a little bit, guys. Oh, I'll just say yes. Did I did I enjoy the once in a blue moon pizza hut with like a team, you know, after a, after a big win or something like that, of course. Right. But here's where it really was at was CC's pizza hut, CC's buffet. Right. Whoa. Whoa. that Whoa. was where it was at. That was our go-to uh, again, just because you get the different varieties, the Alfredo, the uh, barbecue chicken. Oh my gosh. The macaroni that, with the red cups, right? Every soda was better out of those red oh, yeah. cups. There's, there's something mm-hmm. wrong with those red cups. <laughs> uh, but yeah, CC's was our jam. Uh, even into high school at lunch, we had off-campus lunch. And like every couple of weeks, we'd go hit up CC's buffet at lunch for like, I don't know, I think for students, it was five bucks. No,
1: $2.99. $2.99 CC's buffet. I mean,
2: times have changed, Mark. I mean, uh, hey, but i um, a little older. Uh, you know, but here's the thing. I mean, I, I'm not sure I would touch it now, but back then it was amazing. But, I mean, I still think before I before I kick the bucket, I need to go back to CC's and try it again. Uh, I just – I know probably what it's going to do to me, but I got to go back to a CC's again. I mean, first Thanks.
0: of all, the, I mean, did you ever even ask for the custom pizzas at, at the Pizza Hut buffet?
1: No. You never, even though they did offer, I think mean, they offer. No, I never, I, I never asked. And I was I was, a, I was a big pepperoni guy, right? So I mean, pepperoni, sometimes I do the Supreme. I did like the sausage, but I never really
0: customized. No, I mean, come on, Steven, you, you could have gone up there. You could have asked for the Buffalo chicken. You could have asked for the, the Tex-Mex style oh. barbecue. Any Ham- of cheese
1: ha- Cheese hamburger pizza. I, oh yeah
2: i the, maybe I did my childhood wrong, I think I'm gonna need the flux capacitor and go back about twenty <laughs> years and start over no. so, <laughs> just so, come, so just come no. just come
0: up here to d f w there's one down the street we'll go there we'll go there for lunch we'll roll mm-hmm. you out of there my We better
2: have the red cups though
0: my nephews happen to call it feces pizza, so I don't, <laughs> I
3: don't <laughs> yeah not officially endorsed
0: Sha there went that they went that sponsorship opportunity yeah. No, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I. it's funny you mentioned that about the after the games. I can remember, so I grew up in uh, Indianapolis and, uh, you know, of course, the home of the Pacers and the Pacers, at least at the time, had a mascot named uh, Boomer. You know, he did all the theatrics, dropped from the ceiling, the somersault <laughs> dunks, all that stuff. So <laughs> on the south side, there was a place called Boomer's, Boomer's Pizza. And you know, it had it had the pizza, whatever, but it had these Noble Roman salted puffed breadsticks with the nacho cheese sauce, unlimited on the buffet. I mean, that. And, well, I mean, even we had Noble Romans down the street too, and it wasn't buffet, but ah. same sort of thing. And I just, oh man, though, you, you guys know what I'm talking about. Those oh yeah, like, that's a good breadstick. Like noble oh, yeah.
2: Romans, oh, yeah. but I gotta look this up. It's a quality breadstick. Oh, you,
0: Oh man, I just that that was my. I mean, pizza had like the nice cheesy bread. They also had mm-hmm. kind of like the the uh, regular bread with like the nice salt kind of garlic sprinkles on top, and then you get the marinara in the cup. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was of course good, but the you know the cheese man, the the nacho it was it was and it was this stuff's like nacho cheese, right? It's mm. even better than like the mm. pumpkin cheese you get at Rocker's. Like this is. Oh. This stuff's legit, um, but they don't. Yeah, you know, they don't make it like that. I mean, liquid cheese, uh, underutilized. I do like me some liquid cheese. We can we can talk about other pizza. I would like to get into Little Caesars a bit more on, a, on another pod, but uh, I did it's want Caesar's. to ask you, you uh, you DFW boys, have you ever heard of a place called Joe T. Garcias? Oh yeah, yeah, over in Fort Worth. Yeah, what do you think?
2: Um, I mean, it's it honestly it's very interesting. What the menu still? What two items, right? It's either fajitas or enchiladas, right? I mean,
0: and margs. Like it's pretty much three things, right? Yeah. Am
2: I? Is it still the same?
0: No, it wasn't. But the, the other things didn't matter. I think they
2: have added you some stuff. In terms of quality, Steven, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, to me. Uh, here here's a hot take. Dallas Mexican food is trash compared to Houston. And I will okay. stand on a soapbox all day. Dallas Mexican food is hot garbage compared to Houston. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh we can go, I can go
0: off on that for a while, but not good. Okay. Yeah, I got roped into going out to Fort Worth. I mean, it was okay. That I think the people that took us there, it was more for the ambiance, and I was like, I'd rather have the food um so uh, mm-hmm. not not no offense to the establishment um lovely building but uh mm-hmm. food not not so great so yeah i'm i'm with mm-hmm. you Steve i i will be longing for the day for el tiempo and others again Baby. all right well thanks for uh picking flavor country next time we'll do work etiquette that'll be fun yes um Department of Corrections, you know, listeners, feel free to send stuff in. We had another one sent in uh, this week, but uh, first one was on me. I think I mentioned uh, Studio 51, and uh, it's actually uh, Studio 54, so Studio 51 where the uh, aliens go to party. Uh, That was where I was. was Area
2: fifty (laughs) one.
1: Area fifty
0: one. Jesus, another a double double gotcha. You have to correct your department of
1: corrections.
2: What's that? A
0: Portman too? Um, (laughs) Something. Who knows? Um, Looked up uh, Wally Uline. Um, I think you. I think you were right about uh, him. Pushnet over. Yeah, Kushnet, which of course has (laughs) what Titleist. Footjoy, FJ, yeah, maybe a couple other things, but uh, yeah, he he retired in in 2018, so that's that's pretty crazy. Uh, having a son who um, played college golf and now live tour, so made uh, eight
1: million dollars finishing uh,
0: DFL. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Stephen, you made mention to the the DP World Tour. I'm gonna be honest. I thought that stood for uh, "dude perfect." Uh, <laughs> that's that's not true at all. So I, I did follow the money. Looks like that actually stands for Dubai Port. Um, so mm-hmm. that's I think that's now the European Tour It's called Correct. the the DP World yeah. Tour. So yep. that's yeah. that's interesting. We'll see if there's some more
2: Hence convergence the to there later. later. Mm. oh yeah thank here, you. here's a here's a fun one so talking about convergence the irish open is the dubai duty-free irish open so yeah don't don't get confused don't go to dubai no it's in ireland the dubai duty-free irish open so
0: look at that okay wow. interesting i'll i'll we'll, we'll dig into that a little bit later once that season kicks off um couldn't quite get the words and actually, I went back and listened to the tape. Mark, you were right on a uh, Spalding uh, smells. He he did wear a bucket hat, and you said it, and I just didn't hear it. And I was you know, talking about the hats that go all the way around. So that's that's a bucket hat.
1: Thank <laughs> you. Or just a hat. Or just a hat. Go but, yeah. all the way around.
0: It's a bucket hat. Um, and then I mentioned uh, Pat Perez. who will be debuting on the live tour at Pumpkin Ridge, having. Gold or golden locks? Of course, those are luscious locks. Thank you, Stephen. Um, and then um, the last one from the listener was DeBoer. I think Stephen, you had said he led the Knights in their first season to the Stanley Cup Finals. He he did not do that in any of his seasons. The farthest he went was the the Conference Finals. But still, looks like he's got some some decent. Shaking his head. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna have to
2: I'm gonna have to double correct that. That is a hundred percent.
0: True, it was the Vegas Knights, but maybe not in DeBoer. <laughs> really? Yeah. In seven, 2017, 2018, he was the coach of the Sharks and they lost to the Knights. Oh, so yes. maybe yes. San Jose. San
1: Jose.
3: Yeah, but you're
0: the one who doesn't want Bonus or Hitchcock there. Apparently, the young mind can. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, see?
3: Well, no, 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 This, matter. We all this type it of fan. Yeah, shout
2: out to the listener for for double correcting
0: me i mean uh, wow, that's what i get that's what you well th- no that's really what you get for running bonus out of town that's all that's <laughs> all that money to get there. Okay. okay okay all right good job guys let's go ahead and roll into local knowledge so i'm gonna start off with the old man
1: thoughts for the week thoughts for the week uh, i'm looking forward to this week it's a short week for me uh me and uh of course. Uh, much, much better have yeah. I mean, you know, after about like March, I try to take as many, you know, many short weeks as possible. Uh, we're heading out of town on some uh, much needed some R. Uh just the two of us, the kiddos, heading to grandparents' house. So we're excited about that. Uh highly encourage everybody this time of year when it's hot to take some time and relax and get some respite. Uh enjoy the the family and all that kind of stuff. But I'm excited about that. And, uh, you know, we're hearing a lot about, uh, y- you know, my, I, I got some comments back about my Wagyu, uh, uh, fascination. Uh, you know what? Find something you like and, and enjoy it. Uh, mine happens to be nice cuts of meat. Um, I, I encourage you to find something like that too. I, it could be golf. It could be, uh, topo, no, Uh, I don't know how it could be that, but, you know, find something you like and uh, and enjoy it. But uh, get some rest and relaxation, find something you like uh, and and become a connoisseur, if you will. And uh, yeah, those are my my
0: thoughts for the week. Thank you, Mark. Have a great trip. We can't wait. Thank you. Thank you. Your uh, constant vacation, it seems. (laughs) Steven.
2: (laughs) Um gosh thoughts of the week. This one was kind of tough. Uh, I'm just going to keep it short. Sun's hot. Stay inside. AC's good. That's it. That's we it. Hope, yeah, and we hope Mark you know what, guests.
1: guys? Heat is hot.
2: Heat is
0: hot. Heat is hot.
2: Yeah, I didn't have much this week. So short and sweet. To the point.
0: No, that's good. Uh, for me, uh, first thing, you know, I was doing an experiment with whether or not the floss Uh, I've flossed regularly when, went went back for my checkup. I got a, uh, I got a silver star from the uh, dental hygienist. So she says she doesn't really give out golds, but,
3: uh, Mm.
0: so it's, it's worth it. She said she did, she didn't do a whole lot of work, still managed to make me bleed, but that's what they do. Mm. Um, but I would say if you're, if you're debating whether or not to floss, go ahead and and do that. It'll be worth it. Uh, a couple of, cheese balls uh jeff bridges and john lithgow just opened up a new series called the old man i'm pretty sure they're ripping off the podcast so people mm. just keep stealing stuff from this this podcast and we're happy to have the listeners Classic. thanks thanks lithgow for listening good luck with the series but uh I and mean, I, I just i don't know what's going on here just all sorts of copyright infringement mm-hmm. um and then i think i'll round it off with uh maybe what we started with hopes and dreams so we uh you know we started small here um just a couple of boys from dfw and wherever else and uh on here to episode 10 and we hope to do another 10 to the 10th and so uh you know just you you don't think you can do something take something new up uh, just stick with it and uh you can get there so this uh podcast is an example of that so uh we appreciate all the listeners and uh hope everyone has a a great rest of your week and um that's gonna do it another one in the books thanks everyone for joining weekend at berkman's hope you have a great week and uh, we'll see you next week take care